social media is like a drug. It's like when you're using it, you're high, right? But as soon as you finish, that high goes, it goes completely. Assalamu alaikum guys and welcome back to another episode of the Masculine Muslim Mindset Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the fitness of society. I'm your host, Kumi Naseem. And here are my three other co-hosts. Can we start with Ali, please? My name is Ali. My name is Latif. My name is Tahir. Okay, guys. So, in this um, specific episode, like I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about the fitness of society. And a big point of discussion in this podcast is going to be about social media and how that how that is a factor of this fitna. So, um, before um, I go talking any longer, I want to give it over to Tahir and I want to hear his thoughts on this. Well, I think the fitness society we've become like surrounded by like a lot for example like people spend a lot of time on social media and social media is the main platform that people use to promote fitness basically you have anything else to add or nah i'll I'll pass on to latif so uh the meaning of fitna is in arabic is a trial or a test and we have been afflicted with lots of trials and tests in modern society and these trials is a surge in our amman and it makes our man go lower and we need to stay away from this fitna. What is the fitna? What actually is the fitna that we're talking about here? Oh, cool. um, so personally, I'd say that one of the main uh, platforms of fitna is basically social media. And so how, for example, I'll go into how is it disguised in social media? So let me give you an example. If you create an account, a new account on TikTok, I bet most of the time that the first few videos will definitely include an underdressed woman doing some dance or something like that. And this shows how the algorithm runs on the weakness of people, which is sexual desires. And they lure pure people in through this and lead them to scroll even further and carry on consuming, th- consuming this degenerative filth. And this eventually kills people's self-esteem and self-control. It basically corrupts their mind, basically. Okay, cool. Um, do you have anything to add on that, to that, um, Latif? Um, in the Quran, it says prevent mankind uh, from following the way of fitna and we should stay away from this and one of the the first step to stay away from this fitna is deleting social media as um, uh, Naseem you have recently quit TikTok how can you implement this into your life so to answer that question um, I would say that deleting TikTok or even just um, using it less right it's given me so much time. So, for example, before previously, um, I'd go on TikTok and I'd say five minutes, um, ten minutes, and I just scroll and scroll and scroll and I wouldn't stop. And now, and now that I've deleted it or reduced my usage, reduced the time that I use it, I have so much more time in my day. And not only that, the thing is, and this is not just with TikTok, but I think TikTok is honestly one of the main ones, possibly the main one. Um, Instagram is also kind of up there, but um, TikTok definitely it drains your brain power it, because obviously what you what are you doing? You're just feeding your brain dopamine. You're just you're constantly like shoving dopamine down it, right? So your dopamine, um, you're like for example, if, if we was to put this on like a baseline, right? Originally your dopamine like starts over here, right? And you haven't given it any like external sources like or bad bad sources of dopamine. You get your dopamine from good things, right? Such as like exercise or like reading. But when you, for example, when you, for example, play video games, use TikTok, use social media, right? Your dopamine, for a bit, it rises up here, right? And then once you finished, once that high 
because um, I've heard someone use a very good example before. They said that social media is like a drug. It's like when you're using it, you're high, right? But as soon as you finish that high, goes it goes completely. So you're here, right? The dopamine, it comes here. And then what happens when you're finished? Right now you're on that. It goes lower than the original baseline. Yeah. Then you do that other, the same activity or another activity that's going to, that's instant gratification. And your dopamine is here again. What happens it goes even lower than the original baseline. Now, it's harder for you to be happy generally, and it's even harder for you to be happy with those original activities because your dopamine baseline is so low. And what it is, is now you might want to raise your dopamine or want to get another high. So what are you are going to do? You're going to do the same activity, but you're going to accompany it with something else that's even worse. For example, may, let's just say you was watching, you were playing video games for like two hours a day. Maybe now you're going to be watching video games or eating junk food. Ah, oh, a new high, you're going to be over here. But then you're going to go to eat, you're going to get, your baseline's going to get even lower, right? And it just keeps on going on and on and on. And this, it, it like, um, I can't remember who said it, but it damages our brains. So, um, um, the yeah, effects as well. deleting TikTok have, honestly, it's like, it, it, it resets your dopamine line so you're feeling happier overall and it gives you time back to do positive things. That's what I would say. Linking linking to your topic of social media having an effect on your mental health and stuff and fitna. Once you once you keep scrolling, you delay a prayer. It's been hours. You kept delaying it while busying yourself with something worthless. Guilt finally pushes you to get up and make wudu. You feel like a failure. Still, you know that Allah is being merciful to you right now. Mm. And you keep scrolling and scrolling and you think that it's going to be five minutes. It becomes 10 minutes and that is uh, that actually becomes one hour two hours and three hours and that is one of the main fittings in society i'd also like to add on to what latif and nasim have said so from right i've seen once you see something that catches your attention on social media specifically tiktok because that's one of the main platforms that uh waste people times basically and when you when you see something that catches your attention you carry on and it becomes a multiple hour loop and in my experience when i quit tiktok that one day was one of my most, one of my m most productive days because I had to find something to do to occupy that time I was spending on TikTok, and it just made me realize how much time you waste without even being aware of it, and how you can actually be useful at that time. All right, cool. So uh, my next question is going to be, how bad has it really gotten? I'm going to pass this question over to Latif first, and then whoever wants to answer it after is welcome to. It's it's developing and developing and developing. With the sudden rise of AI and the likes of ChatGBT and the new platforms, anyone can make something out of nowhere. And I feel like people want to get in and play a role into luring people into doing like uh, bad stuff and stuff like that. Like social media hooks you in. Mm -hmm. And I feel people like to um, catch into that. Yeah. Well, um, also, let's add on. Uh, well, so when you see people becoming really unconfident with who they are and they start changing their gen genders and identifying as uh, something other than what they are. Not, now, compare this to a, around a decade ago when where there wasn't all this filth everywhere. You can't tell me you don't see like a connection between the fitness online and people's mental health being affected. Mm. So would you like to add anything um, on Ali? Yeah, it's really growing this um, platform like TikTok, Instagram and YouTube. And especially the AI thing. Nowadays, you have ChatGPT, 
and you can really ask him anything he's gonna reply you and Tahir I agree on your point like you know a decade ago uh, this uh, transgender people LGBTQ people they like they wouldn't say like I was born like that because there was not much hype but now there's so much uh, like this TikTok stuff everyone is promoting this thing even in school and now they say like I just born like that yeah definitely you can't, it basically like lowers people's self-control and self-esteem it like makes their mindset low and uh, takes away their confidence okay so my next question is going to be to Latif and anyone after him is welcome to answer so how are we being controlled by this fitness this social media these apps social media once you download that stuff you can't get out of it it's like a trap once you get out once you start doing and watching that stuff it's a scheme you keep scrolling you keep getting addicted and it builds social insecurity and you see all these stars and stuff you think they have happy lives but you don't know the true lives of them and you think that all these disbelievers you think they're happy they don't pray they party and all that stuff but in reality they're all sad depressed hungover uh, and also I think people like use it to uh, essentially hide it hide away from themselves and uh, like Nassim said earlier about instant gratification that they, they use it for instant happiness but what how does it affect them later on it doesn't benefit them in any way does it it just wastes their time and makes them be unproductive Ali would like to add on anything yeah yeah I agree sometimes you know people are depressed yeah so they go on social media they watch a funny video and they become happy instantly, yeah? And then they scroll, 100%. scroll, scroll, and our yeah. pass. And then what they say, oh, what time is it now? Our pass, why did I waste my time on TikTok, YouTube? 100%. They become depressed like twice more. So um, I just want to agree with what Latif said. And I think it's um, I think it's really important. So what it was, what he said was that the stars or the, um, the, social, like the social media stars, the celebrities, they paint a picture of themselves just living a beautiful life but really it's just it's just a lie and what it does to people is it messes with their heads because they go on social media right they're depressed right they're whatever they they want whatever their situation is right they may go on social media right and they see someone partying they see someone i don't know god knows they're doing what they're doing but they look like they're having a good time right and what do they what do they feel why is my life not like this for example let's talk about this um self-esteem right so um and it's a common problem and we know this is that sometimes and it, it can happen to men as well but you know like feeling insecure by your own your own body and i'm not if you're fat obviously and you're like you need to lose weight then that that's fine but like obviously that's then that's there's a good reason to be ashamed of yourself but if you're if you're actually trying right and you know you're working yourself and then you go and see someone on instagram right men or women and they they've got they made themselves look amazing they could be on drugs they they could have surgery done to them. It's all fake at the end of the day. A lot of it, a lot of the stuff, most of it is fake. And like you're seeing these fake standards, and you're trying to apply it to yourself, and you're like, why don't I look like that? When you when you don't really realize those pictures have been photoshopped, they've been edited. The people on drugs, they've got surgery, and you just feel terrible about yourself. And this just really affects your mental health. And when you when it affects your mental health, what do you what does it do to you? It just makes you easier to control because you start you start losing it. You start losing your will you start losing your strength you just become easy to control and honestly i'm not i'm not trying to be like like cringy or anything here but like literally like it's like the matrix as like they want to control you they want to 
make you as weak as possible mentally and physically, right? And then what? what and then what happens? It's, you're easy to control. So exactly. my next question um, is going to be, how can we protect ourselves from the fitna of society? And this is not just related to social media. This is related to anything, work, school. You see, yeah, I want you to add something. Around us. Nazim, I so how can we protect ourselves? So first thing is delete social media. Just don't install it again. Just delete it. Second thing is like uh, do something else, like something better, like go to gym, like work out, become stronger, start make a business to make some money. I want to add on to Usman's point. Um, so the reason why people download social media is to cure their problems. If they have a mental health issue or something and they just want to get away from the their earthly life. So like problems they face in school, work or anything that's why they keep scrolling and scrolling thinking they're getting better which i agree on which uh, usman said you should start something do something go to the mosque once you go to the mosque and pray your prayers at the right time what you'll see a lot you'll see improvement in your life and it'll be yeah. easier to quit tiktok instagram or any of these social media apps i'd like to add on what um to what latif said about mosque um I've I heard this uh, quote from uh, a lecture from Ustad Abu Taymiyyah and it says Don't ever leave the Salah no matter what Salah is there to remove the filth and evil from your life The moment you leave Salah, everything in your life will com come crumbling down This just shows like the importance of Salah No matter what's going on, you should al always go to Salah because Salah will cure it Not, not social media, social media is just a deluge, delusion You're, They're under assu the assumption that Oh, it will help me feel better, and but it's just a delusion. But Salah will actually cure it. It will help you calm down. Nahid, and it will help you talk to someone. I want to add a point. So it's from my personal experience. So once I was depressed, yeah, basically sad, something happened bad, so I was depressed. What I decided is to pray. So what happened is like, uh, like I start becoming more like uh, happy, yeah. And another day, like when I prayed after, and then become depressed again. <laughs> And then I went to TikTok and it just didn't make me much happy, yeah? So I agree on you, like, prayer and reading Quran makes you much more happy than social media. I want, to, I want to add on to uh, for what uh, Ali said. And I want to say two, kind of mention two points. The first one is going to be expanding on his point about when he went on TikTok and it made him feel more sad. And the second one is going to be some practical tips that you can use to protect yourself protect yourself from the fitness of society so the thing when he said about the fact that he went on tiktok and he just felt more depressed and more sad and honestly i've had I've, honestly i'm pretty sure a lot of people experience the same thing what it is 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 that when you when you have this sadness right think of it like a void right when you go and you try and fill that void with the things of this world it's just going to make this void bigger and bigger you can never fill the void in your heart with the things of this world you can only fill it with Allah you know as like with remembering Allah with praying with salah and the second thing that I wanted to um the point I wanted to make is the practical um tips on how to stay um or how to protect yourself from the fitness of society so the first thing is as um Tahir mentioned salah do not leave the salah and you know always be on time with the salah just try it like un you have to understand the importance of salah. Like Tara said, um, it is it's there to remove the filth from your life, from the the evil from your life. 
And if you're not praying, stop praying. If you are praying, you know, see what you can do to, to improve your salah. For example, um, be, try praying on time. Try praying your sunnah, right? That's the first thing, salah. And trust me, guys, the importance of it is it's, it's, it's so much. It's extremely important. Never neglect the salah, right? And this is advice to myself before anyone else. Don't neglect the salah. I saw this um, comment on YouTube and it says, they drink to forget, we do dhikr to remember, right? Do dhikr, right? Well, like, set, just set a time in your day, right? At least, like, at least once, right? Um, where you're just gonna, like, where you're going to, where you're going to remember Allah. And I have this app on my phone and it's called Dhikr and Dua, right? You can download it from the App Store or the Play Store. And it's amazing. It has so many different du'as on it. Um, it has dhikr on it. Absolutely amazing. Download it, right? Just download and a few, and I would say do it after salah, you know, like um, 33 times, subhanAllah, 33 times, alhamdulillah, and 34 times, Allahu Akbar. But just try and like, just try and remember Allah as much as possible when you're walking, when you're driving, you know, subhanAllah, alhamdulillah. Um, and the um, other thing I wanted to mention is to um, change your environment and to choose your friends wisely. Because these are, the, um, it's very important actually, your friends are, are the people who are going to, who, you know, like, for example, in the hadith, right? Um, I don't want to, I'm not going to try and say it like exactly as the Prophet said that because I can't remember off the top of my, I can't really, I don't want to um, misquote the Prophet, but it goes along the lines of if you're, if you're going to a blacksmith, you're going to come out smelling like the blacksmith, whereas if you go into the perfume shop, you're going to come out smelling like perfume. So choose your friends wisely because these are the people that are going to influence you. You know, the quote that, you're the product of the five um, people that you spend the most time with. Spend time with people who are, are close, like who are trying to make you close to Allah. We're going to the masjid. We're doing good things, right? And th this itself is going to protect you. And, you know, it's, it's just going to push you away from the evil crowds. And one more thing. Yes, pray salah in the masjid. Try your best. And this is honestly advice to myself first. But yeah, 100%. Salah in the masjid. Absolutely. Extremely important. And the last thing that I want to mention is build a relationship with the quran read quran every day and honestly even if it's only a bit right some people what they do is they they may read a lot of quran in one day and then for the rest of the month they don't touch it set a time even if it's only two hours read the quran every day right just set a time it doesn't even need to be a specific time on the day even if that makes it easier for you so be it if it doesn't so be it carrying on to your quran every single day how you should read the quran um, just like how water and oil don't mix, Quran and music don't mix either. The first step to staying away is the first and the first few steps is deleting social media, or reading more Quran, and deleting music. Matter of fact, music has a lot of fitna in it. And there's girls dancing, and the beats, and they think that it's it's like a remedy to your heart and people use it when they're depressed listen to it when they're depressed however it's actually making you more depressed if you're depressed listen to the quran read the quran read it for even like five minutes and it will cure your heart yeah de basically develop a relationship with the quran and also i'd like to add um i find it funny like even for myself i find it funny how people turn to the worldly pleasures for comfort when it, is in, when it is in fact this world that made them feel unpleasant. Why do we deny turning to the Creator for peace and, and a cure for, the, for our depression? 
That's a very good point, actually. People, they turn to the world to fill their void when this world is what created that void in the first place. You know, you can't solve the problem with the same thing that caused the problem. Literally. Uh, okay, and the next question is going to be how are we connected to these traps? How are we connected to this fitna? Um, who would like to ask, answer this question first? Okay, go on, um, Latif. So, social media is how we are connected. Once you scroll, once you um, view a post on Instagram, once you like that, things like that start to pop up more and more and more. Uh, Nazim, I want to add a point on your question. So, I think that social media is all connected. Like, you know, when you install TikTok, first thing is like, you like a video whatever if you like a video with girl dancing tiktok is gonna show you more video of that but if you gonna like an islamic video it's gonna show you an islamic video plus the social media is connected with the government as well because what is government is gonna show it's not like it's gonna show you something like good but it's gonna show you something that makes you uh, like depressed like waste your time like, you know, when Andrew Tate, like, start talking about good stuff and they, like, arrest him, like, of that stuff, yeah? Made an excuse of him, like, and arrest him for months. And, yeah, like, that. Plus, I think, like, this is all related to the end of times, like, the Dajjal. So, when, when the Dajjal is gonna come, all this stuff are gonna be normal. No one is gonna say, why are you doing that stuff, why is that is bad, yeah, that stuff. It's gonna be normal. Because it's written in the Hadith and Quran. That this stuff are gonna be normal, yeah. <coughs> it is all connected. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Also, a great point there. I'd also like to add, um, the the way people um that their self control has gone really down. Like people, so for example, one way that people uh express their sexual desires is m masturbating, and it's become so normalized that people are like they they. The people that go against it, they're frowned upon, frowned upon basically. So the um, the major signs that are happening right now, which will come up, is the use of um, there's like anything porn related is accessed easily. So like you can you can scroll. A, a five year old could access it. It's in social media. You search it up and it comes up. And yeah. imagine whatever what else could come up in the later times. And if it's so easy right now, imagine what else could be implemented in later times. And how far are we from this, from the end? <clears throat> okay, so um, I'm going to mention a few more things before we end the podcast, before we wrap it up. But um, so how are we connected to these traps? Um, I've, I honestly highly agree with what um, Ali has said. Um and Latif and even um Tahir, you've you've all said very good things and like especially um about the five year olds being able to access um things like pornography. People might ask how. Like how is a five year old gonna the thing is right, hard like for example, hardcore pornography, which is um like the stuff that you find which honestly maybe blocked sometimes. It's soft core pornography is still pornography at the end of the day. TikTok. There's so much pornography on TikTok. In fact, you know what? TikTok might even be hardcore, but YouTube, for example, videos of um, females dancing and whatnot, it's still pornography. It's softcore pornography. 
and the, and it, children can access this very easily. Let's not try and sugarcoat it. Oh, there's porn, there's not. It's all porn, right? It's just some of it is softcore, some of it is, and honestly, it's all it's all hardcore. Actually, as as Muslims, it's all it's all forbidden, it's all wrong. But for people that can't really grasp the idea, I would say this is the lighter version. This is the um, hardcore version, and yeah, it's very easily um, accessed the children and how we connect to these traps i would say it's this it's what we spend our time doing and the people we hang around we're connected to this fitna because sometimes we don't surround ourselves with good people when we surround ourselves with um with negative people they have negative influences on us and we can have that negative influence on someone else when we watch a video on youtube right sometimes we just randomly waste time watch random videos right so, you know it it all it has a, it all compounds at the end at the end of the day it all adds up right whereas if for example we're spending time doing positive things going to the masjid um hanging out with good people right spending more of our time reading the quran spending more of our time watching lectures this is all going to compound and we're, and us as people are going to have effects on the people around us and they may have that um positive positive influence at the end of the day Ultimately, it's Allah who guides, but you know, we should always try and be a positive influence instead of, you know, being a negative influence on other people. And with that, guys, um, we're going to end the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something. Guys, anything that was of value to you in this video, please use it. Use it and try and, um, and try and you look like, have a positive influence on others. And inshallah, we'll both be rewarded. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.